Anthony from Life is a Beach and today I'm with Lucy Saxon Quinn and Jackie Law from Dogs for, <laughs> Dogs for Wildlife and um, I met you here at Bonamunzi, we're at Bonamunzi Game Reserve Northern Natal who's big onto conservation and who does a lot of work for wildlife. So it was quite nice to bump into you girls here and, and I'd love to hear more about what you do. So if you want to tell me a little bit, Jackie, um, where did it start? What is it all about? It'd be great to hear from you. So um, myself, I'm one of the co-founders and directors of Dogs for Wildlife, along with Darren Priddle, who is also the co-founder and uh, director of Dogs for Wildlife. Um, we initiated Dogs for Wildlife in 2018. Um, prior to starting Dogs for Wildlife, we had supplied, I think, about five or six anti-poaching dogs across different reserves in South Africa and Zimbabwe. We'd seen the effectiveness of the utilization of dogs within these reserves in the reduction of poaching, um, snare poaching, uh, rhino poaching. And um, we came across here last August. Last August. And we started a conservation program because it's important to us to spread the word to people across the world basically but ma mainly in the UK we brought a group of girls from Cumbria Zoo across here to experience why our passion for saving the wildlife is um, and we met Vanessa and this is how the Bonamanzi project became a reality uh, we all wanted to help because when we went out on a snare patrol last year it was really quite horrific finding the dead animals <clears throat> and actually to receive an update from Vanessa now that the last snare patrol they found 89 snares prior to the canine unit and today they've found no snares zero zero wow. snares yeah um Dan, that's awesome yeah. hopefully you don't you do, your dogs don't find the snares by being caught in it no. No, no no the dogs um we Cumbria Zoo um financially uh, support the two rangers we support Bonamanzi with the canines so the dogs are born with us we train them for the first 16 to 18 months before we deploy them to um, Africa and do you train them overseas we train we train them the dogs in, are born. Command, train, in, train Wales. in Wales yeah they're, they're born at my unit, okay. at my, my base um, we're there from the moment of birth until deployment I come over or Darren comes over and we come back and do refresher training with the dogs see how the dogs are managing we loan we give the dog on a lifetime loan to the reserves so although the dogs are in situ they are still dogs for wildlife dogs um, and we make sure that everything's running smoothly and so far we have 16 dogs deployed across oh. uh, southern africa and the effectiveness it's actually been proven there's a 76 percent decrease in poaching with a dog on a reserve. We have a dog at one of the reserves in South Africa. Um, obviously for security reasons, I won't give you the name of that reserve. When we went there, it was inundated with snares. Since the dog, Bane, is at that reserve, there has been, in the last 18 months, zero snares. Zero wow. snares. That's huge. Is Which, that, the, that the primary thing, or is finding snares, or do they actually look after the riders? Just they, for the, for by, the people out there, so they also understand what, what you really do. Yeah. So the dogs are trained to be worked with the rangers. The rangers are, have phenomenal skills. And in the daylight, they can see the tracks, they can see the, the, the spores. They can't do that at night. Yeah. The dogs can. Okay. The dog's nose's ability noses. is phenomenal. So when you combine the two together, you have a formidable team. 
that can save. We were here, Lucy was here... Um, Three weeks ago, in August. It wasn't at Bonamans, it no. was another reserve and around another here. Reserve. They found 28 snares. In less than an hour. They were fresh snares. It was such an active area. And then we uh, found an impala who had been caught in a snare that morning. And our field guide, who was with us in the ranger... He went over and had to put his hand between the snare and the impala's neck and it was doing the guttural breathing. So it was literally about to die. And he managed to rescue it just in time from the snare. But that was just um, insane. Last year, when... No, the beginning of this year, actually, with one of our groups, uh, one of the rhino at Bonamanzi was caught in a snare, Viola. Um, and if it hadn't have been for the anti-poaching unit, she wouldn't be here now. So we managed, actually, thankfully, one of our um, people on the conservation programme paid for the chopper and to get the assistance here. Is there any particular type of or breed of dog that you use? Or We have, um, at the moment here, um, Dan. Actually, it's a really fantastic story about Dan. Yeah. Dan is fully funded by a lady in the UK who lost her son to bone cancer. Um, she wanted to utilise her son Daniel's memory because he was passionate about wildlife. So she fully funded Dan's deployment to Bonamanzi out of her own money and, and Dan fundraising. Is yeah. Dan is the dog now that's in her son's memory. And so far, since Dan's been here in, he came uh, in February, February, he has found over, over 500. Over 500 snares. So and that what, is, is, what breed of dog is He's that? a Belgian Shepherd, Malinois. Okay. I actually have his grandmother, his mother, and Dan. So he's the third generation of our breeding. Strong family. He is. Uh, we have those dogs on the plot. Yeah, Do you? he is. A... So they and and they love my dog, and my dog plays all day with him. <laughs> but don't come onto that plot at night. <laughs> no. You could be in some serious trouble. Uh, and you know, um, but... and you can't see him at night either. <laughs> <laughs> but dogs can see you because they don't need to see you. They can oh, smell no, you. I, yeah, I get that. That's what I'm saying. You don't come on the plot at night. If you're not, but if you're but not the, the effectiveness dogs. of a canine unit on a reserve is a game changer mm-hmm. it is an absolute game changer and it should always be about protecting the wildlife yeah and when you utilize a dog for that purpose dogs are bred to work and i have just a question if you're breeding them in the in wales mm-hmm. how do you train them not to attack uh, a, a zebra or a giraffe or they're a... desensitized to all animals the dog is just trained to use its nose it wouldn't want okay. it has no purpose and it's a working dog it's, it's the same as us when we we train for a job that is our purpose dan's purpose is to help we were out on a snare patrol with him yesterday there was 20 yeah. 30 people there he had no interest in that he was focusing the job at hand because at the end of that track or that the reward comes whether it's playing ball whatever the the, the game is he will work for that relationship game mm. at the end of the track. Yeah. That there is no greater gift for, from my perspective than a dog actually fulfilling the purpose that they were bred for. Because today's society we have all our pet dogs. The hardest job a dog has is to be a pet because it has no understanding of living in a, home, a human world. Dan's purpose is to work and live with those rangers, live a fantastic life, achieving the things he achieves and when he retires 
they they stay with the rangers. We have. I was going to ask: Is hmm. your do the dogs um, get attached to the rangers? Like, do absolutely. They, do they become the handler and the the they're, dog they're, as a team? Yeah, they're one. They're okay. one. Such an incredible bond. Um, uh, one of our dogs in Zimbabwe, Moe, she's coming up to eight now, and I have. When we deploy the dog, that's not the end of the journey. The journey is for the dog's life. We are there twenty four seven. The ranger from um, the head of anti-poaching from Amira in Zimbabwe came to stay with us. And he's showing me all the pictures of Merwi, her life. I go over and see them. Darren goes over and sees them. Um, I'm going to the dog unit with the IFPCP this afternoon, which I'm excited about because I'm going to see Cal, another dog that they've got from us. I haven't seen him for a year. I can't wait to see the, his reaction when he sees me. When I saw Darren this morning, he was like, oh, mum's here. And are they always the same breed of dog? No. no. Or is it different breeds? Dutch Shepherds, Belgian Shepherds. We have Cocker Spaniels being trained for detection dogs. Labradors so, now too. Labradors as well. But the, there's two. There's the tracking dogs and there's the detection dogs. So um, they will detect products of animal origin, horn, ivory, pangolin scale, because the most trafficked animal is pangolin. We, we the, the world needs to take responsibility for this and start taking accountability us humans are accountable for this and we every single one of us can help in this fight against anti-poaching whether it's just sharing the news being aware of what's happening you know we also run a project we get the local primary schools and we bring them into Bonamanzi so the children actually get to experience what the wildlife is so we're inspiring the future rangers not the future poachers so yeah. th there's so many little things we can do. How many active dogs do you have in South Africa? In across Africa, 17? I I have um, 17. 17. 17. Mm -hmm. uh, and any have you been in the Kruger Park? Are they active in the Kruger Park? No, we you? work with private game reserves because the private game reserves are the ones that don't necessarily have the funding in place. They don't necessarily publicise the animals they have, mm. and they have the biggest problems with snare poaching and poachers. You know, you just look at the statistics for KZN this year with rhino poaching, it's heartbreaking. It's become a real hotspot now. They've moved out of Kruger into KZN, so it's a real focus. It, it's all about, if we don't take action now, there's going to be nothing left. And as great, animals saving animals there is no better purpose for that. that yeah exactly and you know we've created this mess we can now solve this mess yeah and vanessa is the one that ignited the passion for bonamanzi we just fell in love with you know bonamanzi and we found vanessa so inspiring and you know then it you know became your baby didn't it yeah. just to launch the well looking at your success right there congratulations <laughs> absolutely Amazing story that you have here. We're, we're always fundraising and looking for sponsorship to get more dogs over because we do rely this on... This is a not-for-profit. We not don't... profit There is no money-making in this. We go out, we fundraise, we do what we do because, obviously, we, myself and Darren are both professional dog trainers and have a dog training company, which is where the passion comes from. I think we have over 90 operational police dogs in the UK. So it was a natural progression across to the anti-poaching dogs because it's all the skills we teach the police dogs we just specialize it and that's where cumbria zoo came in cumbria zoo give us the ability to desensitize all our dogs yeah. to all the animals 
the giraffe, the rhino. I can go in the rhino pens. So young puppies, we take young puppies up there. So they're not phased by rhinos. They're not phased by giraffes. They're not phased by zebras. So we desensitize them before coming over here. So I get passionate when I start talking. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much, you know, the Jackie and Darren put so they put their lot their whole lives and all their passion and dedication into these dogs. Like it starts the minute they're born. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, they're training them. These dogs are like the highest caliber to be these operational working dogs it's incredible it's incredible and, and it's good to work with the reserves because it also brings an added security to the reserve yeah you know these reserves want to keep the animals here because that's what brings in the paying customers yeah, absolutely and because if if bonamanzi don't, don't have the animals they've got no customers so just having the dog here they have the added security of knowing what that dog can bring and where do people get hold of you to do the fundraising, to help you with fundraising, or to get to know more about you? Where can we they are you? at www.dogs4, number four, dogs for wildlife. Oh, you have it on your t-shirt. <laughs> Dogsforwildlife.org. And we also, we have merch, and you can also adopt our our dogs so the anti-poaching dogs and you get you an adoption adopt you get an adoption pack you get a little cuddly toy you get a key ring and then you get updates about the dog how it's getting on videos pictures and you know for that sort of one-off payment you can then adopt the dog it's for a year isn't it lucy is our social media lady she <laughs> takes tell. care of she, <laughs> she takes care of, of all the facebook tiktok press. instagram yeah. press um, we're very fortunate. We, we've been on all the major channels in the UK. Um, so it's just to raise awareness because it benefits all these reserves. Yeah, the more we can get, you know, what we're doing out there, the more we can help these well, animals. We're incredibly privileged to have the opportunity to, to, meet you guys, to talk to you. Oh, and we're to we're meet privileged you and, to do it. We, and, you know, we look forward to some updates about Absolutely. Dad. Absolutely, and I'll share some. I'll share all the videos and photos and updates, so you can see the whole journey. Dan is an amazing. Dog. He's fabulous. I'm biased. <laughs> Hal is an amazing dog. All the well, dogs. we'll definitely put that up on the video. Get attached to a safety dog. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's you know it it's I'm there from their birth. You're their mother. I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> so yeah. proud of the abilities of these dogs and what we've achieved with them. They're and, superheroes. And, yeah. They are actual superheroes. Not all dogs are truly superheroes. And what you've got to remember... Not, not all, all heroes, heroes wear capes. Some have paws. <laughs> so they do. And I just want to say thanks to Ken Lovell, wildlife photographer, for joining us. Lucy, Jackie, I hope you have an awesome time at Bonamanzi and I can't wait to meet Dan. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. I'm Janine Preston from Life is a Beach. <laughs>